Hello, and welcome to a special segment of Powerful Conversations. I'm your host, Noed, and in today's segment, let's talk about village community. Stay tuned. Well, hello, listeners. Thank you very much for tuning into the special segment, where, as you heard in the intro, we're going to talk about village community. I do, however, want to let you know that the topic of conversation is mainly in relation to single parenting, specifically single moms. With that said, if you're not a single mom, if you're not a mom, you know what? Even if you're a male, please consider continuing listening to the special segment because as we're going to be discussing here shortly, you are an important piece to this puzzle. We need you. We need you. And more than likely, more than likely, it's very probable that you know a single mom, you know a single parent. So please, please stay tuned and, you know, it'll, it'll better help understand other single parents and hey, you, you never know whose life you can impact by having taken the time to listen to the perspective that I'll be discussing here. Um, with that said, I do want to mention that this is my perspective. I have been a single mom for the last year and a half, probably a little bit over. It hasn't been an easy journey as one can imagine. I'm not perfect. I don't have the answers. There are days where it's just like, I have no clue what I'm doing. However, I think it's very important to share one's journey, hills and valleys, because you never know who can be inspired listening to your stories or sometimes simply just a simple thought that, wow, I'm not the only one. I I thought I was going through X, Y, and Z alone. But hey, you know, I just want to share my perspective. Um, with that said, I don't, I don't want to, or I won't be going over what brought me into the life of single parenting. I'm just not prepared to discuss that in this public platform, such as this podcast quite yet. I don't feel the timing is right. Um, however, I can tell you this. Single parenting is not something that I personally sought out to do. And I think most single parents don't seek out that role of single parents. Now, I know there are there are women out there who, hey, you know, really yearn to be moms and just haven't found the right partner in their life and seek out to get sperm donation, get IVF, all those things and you know, end up becoming single moms by choice and, you know, hey, to each their own. But the reality is the vast majority of us single parents, we didn't seek out to do that. Whether the pregnancies were planned or unplanned, we at some point envisioned doing this along with the other parent, having them as a partner in life, as having them as you know, just a person to help raise the kids. And even then, and I'll be discussing that if I remember to do that in this segment, even after a separation, because it's what happened to me, there was, 
some type of expectation or envisioning of how things were going to go in the realm or the area of co-parenting. Like we're going to be a team. Um, I know it didn't work out between us, but you know, we're going to be doing the raising together one way or another. And it just doesn't particularly pan out that way. So, but I just want to go over a few things that has helped me in the last year and a half to figure, figure out, you know, how I figured out some things that have worked for me over the past weekend. You know what? I'll extend it even further um, because it did come up this past weekend, but it's come up quite a few times over the summer, the summer of 2022. And it's the comment of, wow, you look put together. Wow. You don't look like you just experienced trauma. Wow. You seem to be doing well with single parenting. And it's one of those things where it doesn't always feel like that. And it is amazing to hear, by the way, as a mom, because Parenting in general is very, very difficult. I would say it's one of the most challenging things somebody can do. Yet for me personally, it's rewarding. Now, some parents may not tell you this, but in their lives, they may not feel that said role is rewarding and may not like being parents. And that's something that a lot of people are afraid to be very candid about. Like, hey, I love my children, but parenting is just not my thing. I don't like parenting. I've heard a few parents say that and be attacked, <laughs> be attacked verbally because of it. But I always appreciate people being candid and being forward and honest. Um, but anyway, so when I first became a single mom, I was so, so broken. These, what brought up, brought about the separation I was already in pieces. I was hurt. I was going through a lot. And in that moment, I really did not have the opportunity where it just wasn't the time for me to sit there and process all the things that I had just lived. It was more about go, go, go. From a logistical standpoint, hey, I have to figure out how to get my things moved. Um, I got to figure out the work situation. I had a job, but I took a leave of about, I was out of the job for maybe three months or so and needed that time because from a logistical standpoint, I simply could not take care of all the things in our home with the move and establishing ourselves, me and the kids, um, being there for the kids, going through the level of sadness that I was going through. And in addition to that, um, going to a place of employment to put my focus and my mind into the job. I just really couldn't do all things. So although pay was uh, <laughs> income, hey, listen, I was living by faith for those months. It was needed. But one of the things that I did is, and it was a early, it was a mistake early on, was go through that by myself. Um, my parents, they happened to, they were, they were ill with COVID. They were ill with COVID. So they really couldn't come up and from Florida up to Virginia to help me or anything like that. Um, I had my, my bestie, my closest confidant here which is my younger sister. Um, 
she, her and her husband lived all the way in Alaska. There was no way of, especially with, with the youngin to, Hey, let me drop everything and be there with my sister. It just didn't make sense logistically. And I know everybody was a phone call away and I did update my sister here and there just to let her know of what I'm going through. But it was a time where I was by myself sitting in my anguish um, and leaning on God. One of the first things that I knew that I had to do was find a church. So if you are a single parent, the first thing you need to do is find a church if you're not already attending one. If you are attending one and you feel like, you know what, this doesn't feel right, I'm not growing spiritually, things that are being taught here are not biblically sound, things are very dramatic, it just doesn't feel right, there's no space for your children, whatever the reason Whatever it is within that church that you don't have peace about, pray about it because it may be time to to find a church that does work for your family where maybe God is leading you to a new place, to a new location, a new village, okay? Which we'll talk about the village here because a village, um, I thought it was a group of people. Really, a village is a geographical location where... Everybody, you know, there's a group of people that live in close proximity. So essentially a neighborhood of sorts. And it may be time that you may need to relocate to a new village. Um, I myself made a list and presented it to God of the things that were important for me. And first and foremost is a God-loving church that taught biblical principles. I needed a church that was... um, That was biblically sound in their teachings, in the vision, because without that, where are we going? Like, what is the point? We can have wonderful people, but if we're not doing this for God, by God, we're not biblically sound, there's no point. Second, I wanted a church that had room for my children, where they could have peers their age. Another thing is, Diversity, not just from a cultural standpoint, because we do have a mod podge in our household. We are a Latino household. Um, I'm Puerto Rican and my children are Cuban Rican. They are half Cuban um, from their dad's side. And guess what? I have a chocolate baby. My son's the chocolate. I call him my chocolate baby. And I myself and my daughter, we are on the light-skinned side. So we have gone to churches that have been culturally predominant, um, essentially segregated by race, so to speak, where we've gone to a black church, we've gone to a white church, we've gone to a Latino church. And it just doesn't quite fit for our family um, because I speak Spanish. I grew up in a bilingual household. I got to know God and learn his word and pray in Spanish, like it is just how I roll with the Lord, but my children don't. So I needed a church where, yes, it's English speaking, but it's culturally diverse, but it's also diverse in age. I, I wanted to see all sorts of ages, um, not just the youngins, so my kids could have peers, their age, but I also wanted to meet folks my age, but I also wanted to meet much older folks. 
I love listening to older folks because I want to learn from their stories. I want to lean in on their wisdom because they have lived a lot more than I have. And I love to embrace, you know, just the warmth of older women who are there and are encouraging and they are a an essential part of every community. Um, so, and it's, it's biblical, you know, us younger ones, we got to listen to the older women, not that they won't understand. Cause obviously, yes, there are, we are living in modern times and we are dealing with things that maybe, or have, or even have opportunities that the older women didn't in their days, but we can still rely on their wisdom and have them on our sides. Um, so yes, I, it was important for me to have all of that. I thank God I quickly, you know, rather quickly found, found the church that it's still our home church. Um, it did take a lot of intentionality. I was on Google. I was reading reviews. I was looking at pictures from Google, was going to the websites. I was researching the social media of the churches I was considering If there was a sermon online, whether it was through on their website or through YouTube, I I was there. I did visit one that it just sounded good. But when I went there, it just, it wasn't it. Like it took a lot of intentionality. So if you are in the process of looking for a church, please understand that it, it's going to take some intentionality. Do not give up. Put your list of what are the things that are important for you and your family Bring it before the Lord as God to, to lead your steps, as God to reveal to you. But you also have to do the practical work of researching the various churches that you want to check out. And hey, you know, give it a few visits. Like I myself went to the church. I, it's currently a church. I went and I fell in love, but my kids were not sure. And I could have easily said, okay, well, if my kids don't really like it or they're not too sure about it, then we can move on to the next one. And I had somebody um, that I had spoken to, again, part of the people in my village community, who said, why don't you give it at least three to four more visits and see how you feel then? Don't Don't just do the one, okay? But first thing we have to do is get you in a church. So again, even if you're not a single parent and you know one, the first thing we got to encourage these parents to do is get them and their kids into a church. Okay. Second thing, we need to build a space and this applies to every adult. I say every adult because we're the ones leading our homes. We need to get us in a space where we go to and talk to God privately, where we spend time with the Lord, preferably in the morning before we move on with our days. We need to be able to lock ourselves up and say, God, (laughs) these kids made me cry. Lord, I'm overwhelmed. Lord, the finances are crazy. God, where do you want to lead us? God, thank you for today. It's just having a relationship with God because without him, we are nothing. So get you a space where it is you 
in is God. I myself, where I currently reside, um, there is a his, the master bedroom has a his and hers closet. Currently, there is no his, as in there's no, there's no spouse here in the household. Like it just, there isn't. However, there is a his and that his is the Lord. So yes, the his closet is occupied by God. <laughs> that is a space that I've dedicated to him. And there's a desk in there and it's where I go to pray, where I go to read the word. Um, I don't always only go there. Sometimes I feel like, okay, you know what, today I'm going to go and walk the trails in the woods and I will pray out loud as I'm walking in the woods or as I'm walking in the trail. I will, I probably look like a crazy person, but guess what? I'm talking to God. That is the time that I'm spending with him. Um, but all that to say is you need to build your routine in having that time. If it's too much, you know what? Start with 10 minutes. Start start small. The point is to build that routine because where are we going? Where are we leading our families? And I feel like we can only, not feel, I know we can only get that answer through a relationship with God. Number three, Start putting together your village community. Yes, you are in a village. Um, you know, like I said, it's, it's a group of people sharing a geographical space, a neighborhood of sorts. But community is different. A community, at least per the Google Dictionary, it says that it's a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. It is time to start building a community within our own village. People that you can be very candid on hard days because there are days that are very hard. Um, and especially days, especially days, but I've had days where I am conquering the world. I got everything put together. I got dinner made. <laughs> Kids are good. Everything looks good. But then I get to lay my head on that pillow and it's just so overwhelming the weight of it all it just gets to me it gets to the point where i realize i'm not meant to do this by myself god did not design for life to be this way where it's all on one person where all departments are on one person and if you are not a single person you're not a single parent. Imagine this, having to care for living, breathing children, people, sometimes pets included, and you be in charge of their care, you being in charge of finances by yourself without any help, because that is the case for me. I don't I don't receive um, government assistance or anything like that. I, I don't receive child support. I don't, you know, I, I just don't. It's all through God has decided to that through my employment, um, that is how he's providing in this household. And but imagine having that kind of pressure of guess what? All the finances, I have to figure it out, although we have to realize that this is not just us alone. God is our provider. But in that moment, if it's like I have to figure it out financially and I have, I'm in charge of the cooking. I'm in charge of the cleaning. 
um, taking, make sure the car is in tip top shape because we need the car in the family. Um, you're just taking care of everybody and all departments are on you. And even the grocery shopping and, and all the things, the appointments, the school, making sure the kids are good, making sure you're still a good parent and actually spend time with your kids, but you're still trying to take care of yourself in the process. It is just a lot. It is a lot. And for that reason, we have to rely on the community within our village. And also what's important, and I've come to recognize that within that community, it doesn't necessarily need to be single moms. Now, can I relate to a single mom? Absolutely. We can definitely mention something or mention a struggle and know exactly how we feel. But I'm, I have all kinds of people in my community that I have been including. I got married couples. Because you know what? It lets me know there, there's hope. There are healthy marriages out there. And that is possible for me. I want my children to know that, hey, just because mom and dad's marriage didn't work out, doesn't mean that all marriages are like that. That there are healthy marriages out there. I want them to see marriage in a positive light because marriage is a beautiful thing. There are beautiful relationships. So we want to have that there. Um, and who knows, you know, maybe down the line, God will have a spouse for me. And having married couples around, it's something that it's, it's an amazing thing to have. And in addition to that, you know, I've, I've had friends where they are married but I really only have a relationship with the female. Um, and that's great too. It helps me, you know, again, hanging out with the married ladies to see that. Now, it's also amazing to have single people. Now, we may not resonate as much because after 15 years of marriage and two kids, guess what? I have lived a bit. <laughs> so... The whole I've never been married and I've never had kids. I may not necessarily resonate with that, but it's also amazing to have. And I have to be open to another thing that I have learned is just to have an open mind and allowing other people to help me. Um, one of the things that I hadn't realized that I had done was put this I won't say fences or walls, but I have to be strong. So because I've had to handle so much by myself, it's okay. I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to fix the sink or I'm going to fix a car. I'm going to carry this heavy box or carry, you know, you just, you just do it. You just do it. And one of the things that I was taking aback and I don't, I think I've only mentioned it to one close person um, because I got very emotional one day about this. I went to an event that they was having at the church. Um, I think it was a beach event. And as I'm pulling things out of the trunk, I see some, some of the men at the church approach my vehicle and just start to help out. Like, let me get that for you without me asking. And at first I'm like, <laughs> you know, my mind went into, well, I got it. But it's just how 
they approach to the late, you know, approach all the ladies. Um, and mind you, these are these are married men who are there with their spouses, who are like, no, you, you're a lady. Let, let me help you out. It took me aback, and I went home that day and, and I cried. And it probably doesn't sound like the biggest deal because it just made me realize I don't have to do this myself. And as I've gotten, you know, I've, time has passed and I see the men within my village community at, you know, at church in my village be able to say, no, let, let me lift this for you. Let me open the door. You know, just being a gentleman, it allowed me to see that, see, you are not meant to do this by yourself. Allow others to help you. I've had moments where Sometimes, you know, I've ha I've gotten like an Uber Eats gift card or a DoorDash gift card from people. You have no idea how much that helps a single mom or a single parent. Because some days, guess what? My focus is on work. I Because I, I got to be good at my job. I got to keep this employment. But I've given all my energy there. And now I have to get out and then prepare a, a healthy meal, right? Because we want to provide the best for our kids. But now I got to I got to cook, and in addition to that, I got to run over to the church. And, you know, we have all these responsibilities, and feeling defeated, like, oh my goodness, I didn't feed my kids as well as I should have, or I didn't even get to feed them. We have what we call in our home a fend for yourself moments, where it's like, hey, mom, what's for dinner? I don't know. Is it fend for ourselves? <laughs> Sometimes, yes. And the guilt that comes with that is terrible. But in being open to having other people help me has been phenomenal. Now, I have teenagers. I have a 12 and a 13 year old. And sometimes, now some, yeah, I've had moments where they, it's just tough, especially with my older one, because there is still a lot of, She's sassy as is, like her personality is just sassy since the day she was born. Um, I kid you not, just feisty as can be at the hospital. Um, but there's a lot of anger that these kids that have to process. They're still, because when you first become a single parent, there's a lot of grieving that we do. At least for me, after being married 15 years, I felt like someone, like a part of me had died like someone had passed away and I realized like, yeah, the marriage died and I had to grieve that. Well, guess what? I didn't realize that so did my children. And in moments of them processing all the things and feeling angry and feeling deflated and just deciding I'm not going to listen to mom. I'm just angry at the world today and in navigating challenges of I'm, I'm in a new school now. I'm, I'm meeting new people. I'm meeting other kids in, in our new village. It's challenging. But that's where other people have stepped up. And I've even had this one lady say, hey, this is normal for X, Y, and Z age. I'll talk to your kid. Like they just observed, you know, let's say a sass or you know, some back talking. And they said, I got this. Let me let me talk to your kid for you if you're okay with it. And saying, you know what? Thank you. Let's do that. And I've had that person say, hey, remember, <laughs> she always tells me, remember, it's a village. <laughs> like, yes, ma'am. Again, 
um, just allowing the community in in your in within your village to step up and knowing that you got this. And one of the things that I still have to figure out within my village, it's for my son, just having positive male figures um, within the village and community that we have. Does he have a father? Absolutely. Does he see his father frequently? Yes. But I still want him to have positive male figures within the the community that we're building within our village. So all that to say, and I'll cut this short here. Just remember, get yourself a church. Okay. That's first and foremost. Have people within your community, quality people, first of all, and be open to getting helped or be open to being candid with the community in your village. And I've had moments where I've said, hey, today is very challenging. Today was difficult. Today was hard. Today I'm emotional. Today I'm doing great. Hey, we today was successful. Um, but be open with your community within your village. Be open to getting helped. Don't try to do everything by yourself. You don't have to. You do not have to. But have also different types of folks within that community, within that village. Um, not just single parents. Have couples. Have all kinds of people. You know, as long as you know that they have a heart for God and they mean well. And it's their folks that are willing to be part of your community within your village by all means. And likewise, hey, if you're not a single parent and you feel like you see an area of opportunity, for example, you see that mom that has a young boy that, and there's no male presence or or positive male presence in their lives. Hey, say hello to that little boy. Say hello and and see where you can help. Whether it's, hey, we're going to be mowing the lawn. Would you like to, let me show you how to mow the lawn. You want to join me or... You know, whatever it may be. Um, hey, I'm gonna. Hey, mama, I. How how's your car doing? Um, do you need an oil change? Do you, whatever it is, you know how to do. Offer to help. Like, I'm not saying give all of your time or anything like that, but being that thoughtful goes a long way and is a huge help to a single parent. You know, I've. I've had. Um, for instance, when my father, because my parents live far away, I had during a visit, my father's like, hey, I'll change your brakes. You have no idea the relief as a single parent, how much that helped. It saved me a lot of money financially. And I had peace of mind knowing that, okay, he's got it. He took care of that. It means a lot. And be gentle with yourselves. Be gentle with yourselves. It is a tough journey. I would say the hardest thing that I've ever had to do in my life. But hey, got this. You got this. But yeah, so if you know a single parent, it just just help them out. Even if it's sometimes, even if it's a comment. Now, don't be disingenuous. Like, if you really mean it, then say it. Like, hey, mama, you're doing a good job. Hey, um, 
here's, you know, I can help X, Y, and Z. Allow me to, to do this for you. And vice versa. Lean on your community, single parents, because we're this is not a lonely island. We weren't meant to do this alone. But that's it. I'm going to keep this short and simple on this special segment of Powerful Conversations. If you have if you have made it this far, thank you very much for your time and listening. And I hope that this was beneficial and that it was a blessing. If you have questions or if you have comments about this or you want to further expand on it, or you know what, if you want to come into the podcast, um, whether it's virtually or there's a way is what I'm saying. If you want to hop on here and have a conversation on the air with me, by all means, let's do this. Um, as it feels important, important to create awareness as to the single parenting world. Um, and that we, we may be all experiencing same things, but also different challenges, but go ahead and email me over at powerfulconvo at gmail.com and we'll stay tuned. Thank you very much for listening. Take care.